Hey, what's up, ladies and gentlemen, uh, fucking uh, boys and girls? Welcome to episode seven of Spearhead Sundays. Actually, on Sunday, I hope you guys are having a shit one. <laughs> uh, apologies for the late two podcasts. That's uh, all fixed now. We're up on fucking Sunday. Although I'm recording this on Saturday, I could get hit by a car and fucking die tonight, and then there would be no podcast on Sunday. And but you know, then it wouldn't really matter because you wouldn't even hear this. That's what I'm saying. Um, so, uh, Spearhead Sundays, actually on Sundays. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you very much for subscribing. Make sure, hey, I was thinking it'd be kind of cool if you guys uh, left a fucking five-star rating on iTunes. That'd be a really nice thing to do. Um, I, I uh, did some research on how do I get that fucking front page thing. I want that, that like, when you log on to iTunes on podcast. Uh, it just shows Lewis Spears, Spears, something like right at the fucking front. I want to be there um, because we're getting quite a lot of views now. Quite a lot of listeners, not views. I'm fucking stuck in YouTube mode, uh, but we're getting a lot of listeners. Like it's uh, very, very regular. They're not dropping at all, and it's, it's the podcast is steadily growing at a pretty countable uh, rate. So, um, you know, I'm I'm hoping that this podcast will be fucking kind of big and a way that you guys can help uh, me do that. If you do listen to the podcast, you know, every week, give it a rating on iTunes, leave a review. That uh, really, really does help. Um, so, you know, fucking leave one, give me five stars, say, you know, best podcast I've ever listened to. Uh, also, the only podcast <laughs> I've ever listened to. Uh, but yeah, give it a rating. Um, also, uh, if you would like to uh, help out in another way, support uh, everything that I do on Patreon. Uh, the reason I can do this podcast, the reason I can do these videos, even the reason I can buy food is because of Patreon, um, uh, the people supporting me on there. That's the that's the reason, that's how I fund fucking everything. Everything is funded through Patreon and YouTube money. Um, so uh, yeah, if you'd like to help out uh, financially, give me a bit of a fucking tip. Help me keep, uh, keep going, help me feed my family, uh, help me feed my 10 kids crack. Uh, uh, sign up to Patreon. Um, otherwise, if you want to help out and you're a cheap cunt, uh, <laughs> review me on iTunes. So let's get into the podcast today. Um, I've been looking for a new jacket for my live show. I've been trying to find the perfect fucking jacket because last year, Cyberbully Superstar, I had a purple leather jacket that was pimping as. I looked fucking great in it. It actually fit me, which is the hardest part for me because I'm six foot eight. I'm incredibly long. Uh, nothing fits me. So jackets are quite hard, but I need a, need the proper jacket. So I've been shopping around, looking at jackets online and going into shops. And uh, one day I was on Chapel Street. Um, and I went into this shop, I forget what it's called, right? But it was like a, a leather jacket, like it was like a jacket shop. Or at least that's what it fucking looked like from the outside, right? I looked in the window and there was all of this denim stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, I could uh, have a bit of a browse. Never heard of this brand before. Um, so I walk in and you know when you, when you like, when you walk into a shop and you realize like within fucking half a second, you walk into a shop and you go, ah, I don't want anything from this place. Like you just realize this is not what I thought I was walking into. So, but you, but you don't want to be the person who walks into the shop and then the, the person fucking running the shop says, hey, how are you? And then you just go, oh, I'm, and walk out. Like you don't want to be that fucking retard who does that. So I, I walk into this shop and I just look around everything and it's, it's, it's not a fucking fashion. It's not a men's fashion jacket shop. It's for people who ride motorcycles. 
I don't ride a motorcycle. I don't, e- I don't even have my fucking driver's license, right? So I'm so out of my depth, but I don't want to be rude because it's obviously an independently run shop. It's not like a chain. Like the guy behind the desk, like looks like, please buy something from me. I have kids. You know what I mean? Like he's got, he's got the look in his eye. You know, when you walk, when you look at, when you walk into a shop and you, and the person who owns it is there and they've got the look in their eye of, I'm not making much money. Please save me by buying something. You know how they just, they just don't, (laughs) they just don't have a very successful business and it hurts me. You know what I mean? Like I, I I walked in and I'm like, I I don't ride a bike. I don't need any of this stuff. I don't even, you know, it's for bike riding, but I like a fucking like an asshole. I I teased him. It was like I cock teased him. It was like I, I felt like a stripper, like getting naked and giving him a lap dance and then just letting him go home to masturbate by himself because I wasn't going to buy anything. But fuck, I browsed. <laughs> I walked around the shop and I was looking at everything and I was like, and I'm just like, I'm just in my head. I'm like, what is the what is the least amount of time I can be in this shop without looking like an asshole? Um, so I'm looking around and I, you know, have a quick look at everything. I look over here and I look over there and then he comes up to me. I'm like, ah, fuck, he's going to try and sell me because I wanted to just look at everything and then go, thanks, man. And then just go out. But I got to the jackets and then he starts pitching me. He's like, hey, man, so do you ride? And I don't know why, but I said yes. <laughs> I, I just fucking like the look in his, I couldn't, I just couldn't say no. Like the, he was like, hey, bro, I fucking love motorcycles. What do you mean? And he just goes, do you ride? I'm like, yeah, man. And he goes, what do you ride? And then I'm like, oh, what the fuck do I say? I don't know. I, and I'm just like, I'm just like, oh, I'm just a beginner. So I'm just riding my dad's bike at the moment. And then I'm just in this massive fucking hole of lies that I've built. <laughs> I've just dug myself. I don't know anything about bikes. I don't know. I know. I know that Harley Davidson is a brand of motorcycle, but I don't know what type, you know, I'm sure there's like fucking a million different models of Harley Davidson's, but I just tell this cunt who's clearly an expert in motorcycles that I ride my my dad's Harley. So he's like, oh fuck, your dad's Harley. It must be a really old bike. What model is it? And then I'm like, ah, and then I just freaking out. And I managed to get him away from the subject. I'm like, I, look, to be honest, man, I don't know too much about old Harleys, uh, but yeah, that's what I ride. And then he, he goes, oh, that's fucking weird. Like he, he starts getting suspicious. And then he goes, well, anyway, man, uh, I saw you looking at the jackets. I'm like, yeah, bro. And then I try to explain that it's for my show, that it's not for riding bikes. But then he starts pitching me. And, and it was really interesting. I started listening and he goes, uh, yeah, man. So this is, uh, it's like a, a denim and Kevlar mix. I'm like, Kevlar, I've heard that in video games. That's, <laughs> that's cool. And he starts telling me about this Kevlar denim mix and he's like, yeah, man. So it's uh, really tough. They actually use this in the military. And then I'm fucking enthralled. I'm like, ah, oh, tell me more about this fucking denim Kevlar. And he starts talking to me. He's like, yeah, they actually use this in the uh, military. And, uh, I'll tell you something. Um, when you, when you're wearing this, if you've got a full outfit of this, you've got like about 400 meters of slide on you. This has, it'll give you 400 meters of slide. So it's really, really good stuff. And I'm just thinking 400 meters of slide. What the fuck is, what the fuck is slide? I'm like, oh yeah. I just go, yeah, man, that's really good. 
And and now all I've done is I've just sounded like really fucking interested and I want to buy it and I ride a Harley and then I'm going to just, just <laughs> I'm just going to have to crush his soul by just walking out because I don't want anything because it's all, you know, it's really expensive stuff. It's like motorcycle safety gear. I can't afford fucking anything in there, even if it looked cool just to wear as fashion. I couldn't fucking buy anything in there. And then he starts going, yeah, it's got 400 meters of slide, so it's really fucking good stuff. And I'm like, ah, oh, what's slide? What the fuck is slide? And then, uh, and then I, it like it dawns on me, slide is is when you fuck when you crash your fucking motorcycle and slide along the fucking road, the the denim Kevlar, like you what you can slide for 400 meters until your skin starts getting ripped off by the road. And that just scared the fucking shit out of me. Like, that's a thing that motorcyclists have to take into account when they're riding their motorcycles or when they're buying their gear of, if I have a uh, minor accident and somebody around me makes a little mistake, um, how long can I slide across the fucking road before my skin gets ripped from the bone and I die? Like, that's the scariest shit to me, riding a motorcycle. Because everybody, everybody has a has a car accident, you know what I mean? Like, you, when you have your car from when you're 18 until you're, you know, 75, you're going to have at least one accident. Like, a, a minor accident, you might hit something or you might try and merge in the wrong way and, you know, they'll scrape your car and it's like a minor thing, you fucked up and then you learn and then you don't do it again, but... When you're riding a motorcycle, there's no such thing as a fucking minor accident. You know what I mean? Like you, you might you might clip a car, and the car is like, ah, oh, he dented my paint. But then you're over there, fucking four hundred meters down the road, sliding, <laughs> and you've run out of four. You've you've hit you've hit your four hundred dollar limit that this denim Kevlar, your four hundred dollar slide limit, and then your skin just starts coming off your bone. You're screaming. And it's like, ah, if I just made that, if I just didn't make that fucking tiny mistake, I wouldn't be sliding across the fucking road. So that just scared the shit out of me, and then I just walked out of this fucking place and just didn't go back. I was like, man, I couldn't handle that. And then you know what? Um, the the sh- the shop is closed down. I feel, and I feel like it's my fault. And maybe if I bought that jacket, he probably would have still had his business. You know, like the, he just had that look of, of I'm, I'm not making money. If you don't buy this jacket, I'm not going to feed my kids. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, anyway, I ended up finding the fucking jacket that I wanted like online. I found this cool little number, a cool suede biker jacket. It's not actually, a, it's just, they call it the style is a biker jacket. It doesn't, it's not going to give me any slide, that's for sure, but it looks cool, so that's what I wanted. So I've got that. I haven't posted any photos of it because it's a little secret. Going to have to see me, going to have to come to my show to see me in that. Um, But yeah, I've been gigging three times a week. I'm trying to, I'm trying to like master the little things, Uh, like all of the jokes. I'm just trying to make sure that every single bit works for the show, make it flow. Um, So I've been, you know, I've been, I gigged three times this week, which is really cool. That's, um... I've I haven't gigged like that much for a, for a long while because I'm I need to get used to gigging lots as well because I'm doing twelve shows in Melbourne twelve in a row the only break I get is Monday, so I go from Tuesday every single day and then I get a break on Monday and then I go Tuesday every single day until Sunday and then the next weekend uh, it's looking like I'll be in Sydney uh, and then it's fucking Brisbane Perth Adelaide every state so I'm gonna be doing a marathon of gigs. 
Um, Melbourne's on sale now at lewspears.com slash gigs. Uh, the other states will be on sale soon. Uh, I'm thinking it looks like Sydney, Brisbane, Perth will be on sale next week. Um, sign up to the gig list, lewspears.com slash gig list. Huh? What are you... I told you, man. Are you... lewspears.com slash gig list. Man, you don't fucking listen. Sign up to that shit. Sorry, guys. Um, so, yeah, and you'll get, if you're signed up to the gig list, you'll get pre-sale and all that kind of shit. You know the fucking drill. But this, this next month is going to be all about uh, scheduling Lou Review properly because uh, when I'm doing the show, because I'm going to be on tour for almost a month to, for me to do, because i got to do 12 shows in a row. That's two weeks in Melbourne. And then, no, yeah, it's going to be like two months, actually. It's, more, it's like fucking two months. So I'll be... Uh, 12 shows in Melbourne, and then I got to do on the weekend. So it's going to take me two and a half months to do every single stay everywhere where I, I want to go. So I don't really want to be filming Lou Review or, or making Lou Review during that time because, you know, I might be in Sydney or I might be in Brisbane, and I, I, I don't want to stress about it. I don't want to put out like an average Lou Review and then get on stage tired as fuck and do an average show. So this month I'm just filming, I'm going to try and film twice as many Lou Reviews, put them in in the bank so that that way I don't have to worry about uh, making a shitty Lou review just so I can put it out because I think I think not putting out content while I'm on tour is a bit lazy so I want to put it all in the bank and then just uh, release it scheduled so I don't have to worry about making Lou review so you know at fucking 7:30 on a Tuesday night I'll get on stage in Melbourne and the the video will be released at the same time so I'll be on stage talking shit about something and online talking shit about some cunt <laughs> and uh, at the same time so um, that's what I'm trying to do I'm trying to bank up on Lou review so I don't have to worry about all that kind of stuff I do have a really cool show that I'm going to be a part of that's coming up on like March 2nd. I normally don't plug these because I don't get paid for them, but this one is a fucking sick lineup. It's got, uh, it's got the MC's Luke Kidgel. He's going to be supporting me at my show in Melbourne. And then it's the, the main actor, Michael Shafar, who's fucking great. David McDonald, who's a great comedian. And then we've got Elliot Loney, myself and Carla Kalafala. Uh, so that's going to be a fuck. I'm actually really looking forward to this show. Where is it? I don't even know where it is. I agree. Diamond fucking Creek. Shit. Where's... That's like north as fuck. That's so far away from where I live. Diamond Creek. Ah, man. Nah, this show's gonna suck. (laughs) I don't want to go to fucking Diamond Creek. Uh, Yeah, if you guys are in Diamond Creek, look up the Windy Mile Cafe, Eatery and Bar. We're doing a free show there on... uh, What day is it? March 2nd. What fucking day is that? Is that a Tuesday? I don't know what day that is, but yeah, it should be a really good lineup. I suppose I'll drive up with Elliot or Khaled because I'm an invalid with no car. I don't know, Um, but that's, yeah, I think that's going to be a really fucking fun lineup. Oh, that's the why I wanted to talk about it because uh, Luke sent me, who's running the night, he's the MC of the night, he runs the room, sent me a screenshot of people talking about me coming to that show. Uh, here, Here it is. Okay, so this... This is like a group chat. So someone goes, ah, fuck, Lewis Spears is at Luke's next comedy night. And then someone else goes, uh, we're going. And then another dude goes, I'm taking work off for it. So appreciate that, guys. And then everyone else is like, yeah, let's go, let's go. And then some guy goes, oh, how awesome. Hopefully he isn't shit. Fuck you, man. I didn't earn that reputation. Why does, like... It's. I understand why it exists. Like the guy on the internet getting on stage. Oh fucking, he might be shit. 
I didn't earn that reputation though, man. I put a lot of effort into stand-up comedy. I, I put like I, as much effort as I put, I probably put more effort into my live stuff than I do my videos and that. And I, this reputation that I have, it's, it's just forced upon every online comedian who gets on the stage is, oh, he might be shit because he does YouTube videos. And I just, I just hate that because it's so fucking true because all of these shithouse American YouTubers are like, oh, I know a way to make a quick buck. I'll do a fucking fan meetup and disguise it as a show and I'll just get on stage and, and, and it's the same thing, right? I can just talk how I do in my videos on stage and people will like it for an hour. And then all of a sudden you got 400 cunts who used to really like you. They paid $30 to get in and you just shit all over them with your unprepared fucking live show. And then uh, they walk out going, well, shit, I'm never going to see a YouTuber live ever again. And uh, now, so I have this, I have to deal with this reputation and I'm sure fucking all the other dudes who do YouTube as well, like Frenchie and Neil and Josh Wade, Elliot Loney and all these other people who make fucking online videos, I'm sure they have to deal with this horrible reputation that follows us around everywhere we go. Oh, he's a comedian, he's doing a show. Mm, but he is on the internet, so he might fucking suck. I hate that reputation, because I didn't earn it. I'm good on stage, I know I am. <laughs> That's just me having a bit of a rant. I don't know. Because I remember when I did the Melbourne Comedy Festival the first time, because especially because it was my first show as well, so not only was I the online guy, I was also my first ever show. So I understood the risk, you know, like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to spend, if I could spend 20 bucks and on this guy that I've never seen, I've never seen his stand-up online, didn't even really know he did stand-up, or I could spend 20 bucks on fucking Dave Hughes, who's been doing it for 30 years, and I know he's definitely good. So that's, you know, if you're only going to see one show, the, I understand Dave Hughes is a better option. Um, but I remember after my show, I met up with Khaled after his show and we went, we went to like a bar to have a drink and uh, there were these people that came to his show and the reason they went to his show, I'm not going to use names, but the reason they went to his show was because they saw an online comics show and they fucking sucked and they hated it and the... <laughs> <laughs> but they love this. They love their online stuff, and then they went and saw them. They love their online stuff. Went and saw them on stage, and they were terrible. I didn't see the show, so I don't know if they actually were shit. But that's what these five people who all came from that show said. It sucks so bad that we had to go and see Khaled to fix our night. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's actually good. Um, and those guys actually ended up coming to my show because they thought I was funny in conversation. So, you know, they didn't end up with PTSD from seeing this other shit cunt show. But yeah, I don't know. It's just, um, I, I think it's a real shame. It It's a real shame because I, I view, I, I see myself as a comedian, not a YouTuber. Like I, I genuinely fucking love stand-up comedy. I've wanted to do stand-up comedy since I was 12. I kind of fell into videos and that. I love doing videos, but stand-up is something else like when you get on stage and 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 you like nice comments and thumbs up that's pretty cool but to have an audience full of like 200 people just pissing themselves laughing laughing so much that you have to stop your act and just wait and watch them laugh that's the best best feeling plus you get to be on stage for 45 minutes you know it's not like a you know I do 10 minute YouTube videos that's really long for a YouTube video but 45 minutes doing what you love and getting instantaneous feedback like that's like ah I like this it's just the best thing and I put a lot of I put so much effort and time into the art of stand-up comedy because it is a fucking art and it's 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 something that you really have to try hard to do and then to be to unfortunately be associated with this negative 
negative reputation of online comics aren't that good live, it's it's it sucks. Mainly because I understand why it's there. Like I totally get that because there are so many people and YouTubers and Facebook dudes who just like, oh, I'm going to do a fucking live show. Never been on a stage before in my life. I'm just going to do that. And then they make, you know, fucking 10 grand. So they do it every year and they suck every year because they don't care about the art that's in for, for the money. And then it leaves people like me who with that fucking reputation of, oh, online guys aren't good on the stage. It's a shame. Like I, I, I remember like that was that people leaving with that feeling was scared the shit out of me. Like I loved him online, but he just wasn't very good on stage. That scared the absolute fucking shit out of me because the difference between a normal comedian and a stand and a guy who you like online and you've never seen him on stage when you come see him first on stage, they have this expectation that he's going to be this funny. Like he's this funny normally. So he's going to be this funny. So you almost have to live up to that expectation. Whereas if somebody comes to a comedy show, they've never heard of anybody on the stage. They're like, ah, you know, they might be funny. There's no expectations. But when you've been putting shit out online for years, they're like, people are like, ah, fuck. I want to see this dude. He's really funny. And, and you kind of have to top that when you're doing it on stage. And I was terrified of, of going and doing my show and not living up to, you know, not being as funny as my online shit. I want it to be better. I wanted it to be, I wanted it not to be just a YouTuber doing a fucking show. I wanted it to be a proper stand-up comedy show. And I think I really nailed that. Like I spent, I spent a year performing stand-up comedy in secret, didn't tell a single person about it. Um, before I advertised my show, when I knew that I was good, when I knew I was good enough to be able to command the stage for for an hour of me and not sucking, um, and that's probably that's probably one of my one of my achievements that I'm most proud of is that is that I didn't suck <laughs> the first time. Well, you know, I I lived up, I exceeded people's expectations. I genuinely made a genuinely good stand up comedy show. So. That's my fucking 10 minute rant on the the reputation that follows the online people around. It just annoys me and and, and hopefully I will break away from that because I would like to film some of my stand up. It's just so so expensive to do it properly and you know I don't want to put up fucking my own I've got so much footage filmed of, but it's just mobile phone shit and I don't want to put that up there. You know, I don't want to cuz it makes a difference how how the quality of how it's filmed I think makes a big difference cuz you know you're watching it on a screen nobody wants to see fucking mobile phone footage of me where the audience is laughing and then you can't hear me and it's all fucked you don't want to see that um I had a question of, of somebody wanted to know if I've ever been heckled at a show um I haven't I haven't really like I've had one guy I remember one, one time when I was emceeing at Shisha Comedy when I was the MC, so uh, and it was the first time I was I was ever MCing, so I I, I was kind of, you know, you kind of have to run the night and just bring comics on and off. Like you're not really supposed to be super funny. You're just the dude in between the guys that are funny. But I remember I, I introduced one act and I did I did a little bit of material. Then I brought the act on, um, and uh, and then I as I was walking off the stage to bring the other act on, some guy yelled out, "You suck!" And I just, I just, I was getting off stage. There was fucking nothing I could do. He got me. He destroyed me. There was nothing I could do. I was just getting off stage. Um, and then, and then the other person did their act, you know, for fucking seven minutes. And then when I get back on, that's all I'm thinking of is fuck that guy, fuck the guy. But I can't do anything because then the audience is like, wow, this 
Lewis has been brooding about this for seven minutes. This one guy who said, you suck. <laughs> Um, but that show ended up going really well and he didn't say anything after that. Um, I ended up, you know, fucking doing really well. And he came, he actually apologized to me. He was like, I'm sorry, man. It was really rude. You know, you were, you were like the first act and you were just warming people up and I'm sorry, you know, but fuck him. Um, I suppose the, the closest thing I had to a real heckle, um, though would be at my live show in Brisbane. Um, when I did my first show in Brisbane and that was, that was in a 150 seater. This was my last show of the tour as well last year. It was in a 150 seater and I sold 40 tickets <laughs> because, uh, because it was really late notice. That's the thing. Cause I did Melbourne and then I was like, Oh fuck, I made enough money to tour. And then I organized a tour like last minute and Brisbane, I, I could only get like an 18 plus venue that was in a weird location. Cause it was such short notice. Uh, and it, I think it was on like a Sunday night as well. So I only sold 40 tickets, but fuck, it was probably one of the best shows of the tour. Cause I was really loose. I was kind of celebrating that, I, you know, just toured the country. I didn't give a fuck that I didn't sell that much. And, um, I still get people who, who came to that show and were like, man, I'm good. Definitely going to see next year. That was so fucking cool. I'm going to bring my friends and, you know, maybe you'll sell it out this time. But, um, yeah, it was just funny getting into this massive, massive 150 seater. And there's only like the first four rows are filled up. And I was like, well, oh, fuck, where is everybody? But you know, it was a really, really good show. And it was a lot of fun. I didn't lose money on it. So it was like, I just, I was, I was just grateful to be able to do a show in a state that I'd never been to and people actually fucking turned up. But, um, yeah, as I said, the show was going really, really well. Like it was one of the better shows that I've had. People were pissing themselves. And there was one guy in the back though, who I noticed he was, it was, he actually came with Rates, who's a friend of mine. He's Curse's brother, who's a, a rap artist. It was Rates's producer who'd never seen me live, never really heard of me online. Right. So, and he was on the fucking phone while I was doing my act. And, and I just thought, I just thought that he was just using it because I can, because I can see if you ever think like, you, oh, it's all right. I've got low light on the guy on stage. Can't see me. We can fucking see you. Right. So I can see this guy out of the corner of my eye for like five minutes. I just thought he was checking the time or whatever, or turning it off. He wasn't right. And I could see this guy out of the corner of my eye. And then I'm like, fuck, I've had enough. This is five minutes. It's distracting me. And I go and then I look at him and I realize he's actually on the phone, like talking to someone like He's got someone on speaker <laughs> and I go and I just, I just yell at him. I'm like, are you on the fucking phone? And it turns out the guy was, the guy was loving the show so much that he called his friend and then muted his friend just so his friend at home could listen to the show. And he's like, no, it's okay, bro. I'm on the phone. Cause I wanted to show my friend. And then I'm like, did your friend fucking pay 20 bucks to be on the phone? He owes me 20 bucks. Hang up the fucking phone. And it was funny. And then I, you know, I came in, I got the phone and I hung up the phone on stage. And it was, it was funny. Like I'd spoke to the guy on the phone and he was laughing. He was really enjoying the show. So I suppose that's not really so much as a heckle. That's more like a massive compliment, like bro. And then the guy afterwards, cause I was hanging out with rates after the show, um, so I was with him and he was like, bro, I fucking loved it. I just had to show my mate. I'm sorry if it distracted you. It was just so funny. Um, and that, I suppose that was the weirdest heckle I've ever fucking gotten is some guy on the phone so that he could show somebody else. I don't know. It was so, so fucking weird. <laughs> uh, speaking of phones, I've been thinking about getting a new phone. I've Currently, I've got a Samsung Galaxy Note 
fucking the first one, I think, like the first kind of big smartphone, whatever, when everyone was like, oh, that's fucking huge. Why would you have a phone like that? But, um, but now it's like the thing to have a big phone that makes you look like you've got a, you know, a boner in your fucking shorts. Um, so I've got one of them, but it like, I'm thinking about switching to Apple. I've had Samsung phones my whole life. I'm thinking about switching to Apple I, because just so it would, because I've got a MacBook and that works really well for me because I do all my editing and that. It's, it's just because, fuck, I look shit in all photos I take in this phone. And apparently the the Apple phones just integrate better with, with Snapchat and Instagram or, or whatever the fuck so you look better. It's totally narcissistic way of, uh, but yeah, I just want to, I'm thinking of getting a new phone. What do you guys think? Should I get the new Samsung? Cause I fucking, I don't want to switch operating systems. I know how Samsung's work. I know everything about it and, and it works for me. I just want a better, I basically, I just want a better camera and I want more storage cause I've run out of storage as well. So I'm going to get one of those 128 fucking you'll never run out phones, but I don't know, should I get an Apple or should I get a Samsung? Let me know, guys, because I, I just, I, all I really want out of a, the, out of, that I want more is I want better in, like, I want it to integrate better with my laptop. It's so hard to get photos off my phone onto the fucking laptop because Apple, for whatever reason, has been like, we're just not going to let you fucking use out. Like, when I plug my phone into the laptop, it doesn't even know that it's plugged in because Apple are just cunts. Like, Android had to make some specific software to let you see, to let you move your photos from Android to Apple. And it's so frustrating. And you know what? It's fucking working because now I'm probably going to buy an iPhone because I just can't be fucked doing that. It just pisses me off. So I think I probably will get an iPhone like that, that iPhone six plus, I don't know, whatever the fuck they call it. The big one. I think I'll get one of them or I'll get the Galaxy Note Edge Ecstasy, whatever the fuck they call it. (laughs) I don't know. Let me know which one. If if you have one of them, let me know what you like about it or if it's better. I don't know. Fucking let me know. All right, guys. So now it's time for miscellaneous bit at the end. This is how we end the podcast. It's the fucking worst part of the podcast. It's where I answer questions that you guys email in. Uh, If you would like to email in a question, uh, contact at lewspears.com. C-O-N-T-A-C-T at sign L-E-W-S-P-E-A-R-S dot Com. What? You weren't listening? Well, I'm not going to fucking do it again. Contact at lewispears.com. If you can't spell that, you must be disabled. Um, so, miscellaneous bit at the end. It's the worst part of the podcast. I hate doing it. Just turn off the fucking... Turn it off. You guys hate it. I hate it. I don't want to do this shit. You know the Royal Commission, actually, just before I do miscellaneous bit at the end. You know the Royal Commission that's going in um, about... It's, it's like about all of the kids that were raped by the Vatican and, and all that stuff. I was actually watching it on the news and, um, they had, uh, they had, they had these, you know, a victim of, of, uh, of the, the church, um, come in and talk about it, uh, on the news. And he said, look, it's, it's totally horrible. And I, I would, you know, testify against the Vatican, but I think we need to focus on stopping miscellaneous bit at the end first. <laughs> Uh, so, all right. So let's get into your questions, uh, this week. So this, uh, first email from a lovely lady called Shannon, change your name, Shannon, that dude's name. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's unisex. You can't be that. You can't be fucking offensive. It's a unisex name. Anybody can use it. Okay. And if Shannon's called Shannon and she works it, that's all right. Okay. Just, just because, you know, when you, t- just because you have to clarify that it's a female Shannon, right? It doesn't mean it's not a bad name. Um, all right, this is from Shannon. Hey, dude, 
First, I want to say I love your video so much. Keep up the good work and congrats on the success. You deserve it all. Thank you, Shannon. That's really nice. Although it makes makes me makes everybody think that it sounds like you think I'm a lot more successful than I actually am. <laughs> Um, my name's Shannon. You can go ahead and call me that. Alrighty, that. I'm going to call you that. Here's my problem. I recently started working in... in. Okay, that's retarded. That That is my... Bid. Okay, I recently started working in a place where everyone else is at least over 35 years old. I'm only 18. So that is only 18, right? Things were going fine for a while. Everyone else assumed I was 23. Uh, that must have some big old titties or something uh, for an 18-year-old. Uh, <laughs> um, no, calling you that is really confusing. I'm going to go back to Shannon. All right, so now that they all know how old I really am, they've started treating me like a child. To be fair, I am very young, but they've started doing shit like censoring their swearing around me and excluding me in more adult conversations. Shannon, where the fuck do you work? Wait, who's having adult conversations and swearing in the office? Do you work at a fucking brothel? <laughs> uh, as long as you're 18, I suppose it's all right. Okay, um, aka anything that even mentions sex. All right, so it's probably not a brothel if they, if they don't talk about sex. They only talk to me about boring things like what college I'm going to and what I want to do for a living. So Shannon really wants to talk about getting fucked in the office. That's what she wants to talk about. But everyone else is talking about college. Although I do understand no one really wants to talk about it. Talk to a teenage girl. They that's although I understand no one really wants to talk to a teenage girl. They were talking to me normally before they found out how old I am. So my question is, how do you get people to give you a chance despite your age? Um, I don't know, Shannon. Um, it's. I don't know if you're if you're really dealing with an age is like an ageism thing, like or maybe they're just like ah fuck maybe I probably shouldn't have said all those disgusting things in front of that girl. I don't know where you work or what kind of environment you you're in, but um it, maybe I don't know from your email sounds like everybody talks about getting fucked and and adult stuff until you come around. So maybe they're just being polite because you are a you're a woman. Um you know that some might call it polite. Uh, if you're insane, you might call that sexist. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think that it is. It probably is because you're younger. They don't want to talk about that shit with an 18 year old because it's a bit creepy. Like it's. The, I'm assuming like it, you said, everyone's like 35. When when 35 year old people start talking to an 18 year old, they're like, ah, you're only like you're only like two days away from me going to jail. You know what I mean? Like like it's it's seven 17 years old and and. I'm a fucking creep, and then one day changes. So you're 17, and the 35-year-old rooting you, that's fucking creepy. Just because it one day happened and it's now your birthday doesn't mean it's not still fucking creepy in their minds. It's like one day away from a lawsuit. So I don't know, Shannon. I guess just talk to them. Just make it make it clearer that you're okay with saying gross stuff. I mean, don't walk up to them with your clit out and be like, hey, boys, what do you reckon of this? I'm a fucking one of the boys, eh? Like, don't do that. Um, I, I think that'll that'll get you fired. But um, I don't know. It sounds like you're, you're also new, so they're not too sure how to fucking interact with you. Everyone's a little bit weird with the new person. Um, they're like, oh, is this new person going to get offended if I say this? Like, people like to feel each other out. 
before they start saying fucked up stuff. So maybe they, they were saying fucked up stuff and then they were like, ah, oh, they're new. They might dob me into HR or whatever the fuck you got, you have over there. He sounds like you're from America. Um, so yeah, I guess, I guess just once they're, once they're more comfortable with you and they understand that even though you are 18, you're not a fucking toddler, yeah, like, uh, mentally, they'll probably be more comfortable with saying some gross stuff. So good luck, Shannon. I hope you get to talking about cocks in the office very soon. Um, here we've got another message from a girl. Fuck. I don't really, I, I thought a lot of girls must listen to this because I get quite a few emails. All you guys just don't need any advice. <laughs> Um, Hi, I'm Emily. I live in America and I was wondering if you could help me. So basically, I was messaged the other day by a kid named Nick from my middle school. Back then, he would never talk to me because he was a popular football playing prick and I was a nerd. How fucking American is that? You guys actually have to deal with those. In, in, In fucking, in Australia, we don't... I didn't really experience that jock nerd thing. Like we had football players, but you know, they were just as much as a, a, of a cunt to everybody that the, the people who were good at maths were, but you guys actually have this, like I play football. I'm not going to associate with the nerds. All right. So, uh, he was popular football, playing football and didn't talk to me, blah, blah, blah. Now, since I got hot, bit up yourself, Emily, are you sure you're hot? Like I, I, you didn't attach a photo. Bit up yourself, Emily. Come on. <laughs> now, now, now I got to change how you talk because you said that. Now, since I got hot, he messaged me on Instagram asking me to hook up with him since he lives one street down. I asked if he was single and he said, I'm not, but she doesn't have to know. After that, I was wondering if I should expose this dick for the cheating pig he is, or should I trick him and say I'll suck his dick, but once I'm there, bite his dick off, what should I do? Um, well, if, if that's an op, if that's like, if tricking him in tricking him into getting his dick bitten off is a legitimate option for you, I think what you should do is check yourself into a fucking mental home. <laughs> I don't know, Emily, you're in like a, you're in a weird position because um, obviously you want to get, you want to get, you want him to lay the pipe in you is what I'm getting from this, that's uh, <laughs> what I'm getting from this email. You want him to lay some of that hot football playing pipe right in you. Uh, but you also don't want uh, his girlfriend to, <laughs> you don't want his girlfriend to get upset. Um, look, I think, right, I think that if, if I, if I, if, look, if I was in a, if I was in a relationship with someone who was cheating on me, I would want to know. I would want somebody to know. And I think, I, I think I like, but only if you can prove it, do you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't appreciate some, cause obviously you don't know this girl that he's dating, right? Um, I wouldn't appreciate some stranger coming up to me and be like, your girlfriend's cheating on you. got no evidence, but uh, I'm just going to let that sit in the back of your mind forever. And you'll constantly doubt the validity of your relationship forever until it breaks you in a, and then you shoot yourself in a bathroom because you hate your life. Um, I wouldn't appreciate that. I I won't like, if you have some hard evidence, I'm like, I I assume you have screenshots because it's on Instagram. If you have some hard evidence, uh, screenshots of him saying, you know, I, I have a girlfriend, but she doesn't need to know. I want to fuck you. I would, I'd send it to her personally, um, because I, not because, not because I think it's, it's particularly, you, sh- I don't think you, you have to do it, but 
as as someone who's in a relationship, I would really, really appreciate knowing that. I think that it's something that I would really want to know if I was getting cheated on by just some person who was doing it in secret behind my back and I had no idea. I would really appreciate somebody telling me, but only if you have some real fucking evidence, some real undisputable, undeniable evidence, because I wouldn't fucking like some something that some stranger coming up to me and being like, hey, here's some, you know, some circumstantial vague shit that your partner might be cheating on you, but they could not be because, you know, so if if you, if you Emily, are 100% sure that this guy is definitely intending to cheat on his girlfriend with you and you can prove that with screenshots from Instagram, I'd send it to the girlfriend. Um, yeah, I'd probably do that. You don't have to do that. You don't have to listen to me. That's miscellaneous bit of the end, guys. That's what we do. So if you would like to send in an email to contact at loosespears.com, you can just send in an email to contact loosespears.com with some life advice. If you need some advice uh, about anything, I will uh, answer it in an entertaining way uh, and you can follow it or not. <laughs> so that wraps up the podcast for this week. Uh, make sure to give us a rating, or us, me, fucking you and me. Make sure to give me a rating on uh, iTunes because it helps a lot. If you want to support the show on Patreon, that'd be awesome as well. Uh, also, subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on Podbean, give me a little review, five stars, and uh, yeah, I'll see you next week. Have a shit one. <laughs>